Shut up, I love it. Sasha, I found out something pretty shocking that I think you need to know. Okay, what is it? We're twins that were separated at birth. (gasps) And it explains so much. (laughs) I I don't know, we might have to figure it out, but doesn't it make sense? We're both writers. Uh, We both have a penchant for the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And we both shut up. I love it. Love it. I'm Joe Cabello. I'm Sasha Feiler, and this is Shut Up, I Love It, a podcast where we invite a special guest to talk about something underrated, underrepresented, forgotten, misunderstood, unloved, underloved, misloved. Hmm. Joining us today, she's an actor and writer who currently writes for Last Week Tonight with John Oliver on HBO. Ever heard of it? Welcome, Chrissy Shackleford. I love it. Oh my gosh, thank you. Hello. What a pleasure to be here. Oh, such a uh, pleasure to be in your Zoom vicinity. Yeah, in my lovely Zoom box that is somehow so well lit. It looks like I'm in the sun and I'm absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I don't know okay. what's happening. All right. Yeah. So there's no skylight going on there or anything like that? No. This None. is the most well lit I've ever looked in a Zoom and I've done nothing. I have no ring light. I don't know what's happening. You need okay, to, but whatever some... this moment is in time, you need to figure out what it is and just do that because you're serving. It's working. I'm and serving there's face. A, what is the beautiful <laughs> distorted shape to the left of you or maybe to the right of you, Chrissy? I think that's yeah. a microphone, um, right? Is it my microphone? Is that okay, the question? Okay, but it, I see the reflection and it's beautiful. Oh, you can see, you can see my reflection yeah. on the microphone. Yeah, it's like very what? chromey. What a fun visual conversation. Yeah, yeah now that we've set up our medium. We warned you. We started it. We told you we would fuck up. So I said, get a look at me and no one no listener can. Can I just say also like really beautiful headshot you sent for (laughs) for, for And and people will be able to see that. So, you know, that's this is good ground. Thank you yeah. so much. That's not that is just a picture a friend took um, wow. in like a green room before a show, but it's from 2019. Hello. It's literally oh, four years year. ago, but year. that was the last year I remember being out and about. <laughs> uh, and then the world went crazy, and I have no pictures since then. So, and it's best not to keep track of history since 2019. Yeah. Uh, Chrissy, what are you here to talk about? I am here to talk about the 1988 film mm. Big Business, an adult comedy, uh, I guess some adult. might call it, adult comedy, um, starring Lily Tomlin and Bette Midler, and Lily Tomlin and Bette Midler as, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as twins separated at birth, one pair of twins grows up in the country, another pair of twins grows up in the city, mm-hmm. and then by happenstance and a lot of corporate business talk, they <laughs> all all the twins end up at the Plaza Hotel and hijinks really ensue. I mean, perfect description. Sure and just for the people yeah. who haven't seen it, I just want to make it so clear that um, Lily Tomlin and Bette Miller playing double roles 
using the state-of-the-art technology, which was so funny because my wife wasn't watching it, but she was in the room doing some work, and she kept looking over, but she didn't know the premise of the movie. So it was incredibly confusing for her, not only paying half attention and seeing Bette Midler like being two different people, <laughs> but she wasn't seeing Bette Midler in the same scenes in Lily Tomlin. She was yes. totally confused, just like, why is that character acting that way now? In this way. She was exactly like the hotel staff. Yeah. Having oh. to deal with these twins, not knowing which is which. It was very it was a very meta moment that I get to enjoy. Incredible. That's, that's lovely. A, yeah, that's just a testament to the incredible acting. Yeah. I think it's some great character performance from these ladies. Honestly. They're their characters are very differentiated between the country versions and the city ones. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Would you, yeah? Would you say, Chrissy, that uh, this film basically, if there's a theme or if there's like a moral at the end of this film, is that nature wins over nurture? <laughs> I, that, so what is interesting <laughs> about this film is it is about nature versus nurture, and um, in fact, I do think nurture wins because, really? well. I would hmm. no mm. nature is pretty prominent, but <laughs> nurtures nurtures win at the end is mm. country bet midler not going against the Lily Tomlins mm. to uh. axe the company and have the great New York life that city bet midler promises country bet midler. Mm. It's showing that country bet midler, even though her nature is to be harsh city. A uh, businesswoman does make that choice at the end of I still have a soul and a heart and I want to save my hometown and that's the nurture aspect mm. of her. Very so true. So definitive. We have a choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's then a- there's also the really strong nature argument, which is that both Lily Tomlins want nothing to do with the city. They only want to be by ponds and ducks and mini golf tournaments. Mm-hmm. They were harder to differentiate, I have to say. The Lily Tomlins? The Lily Tomlins? Like, slightly. Mm. Like, it took a little, sometimes, brain power. Like, <laughs> Bette Midler, I could just, like, literally watch with half of my eye, like, literally corner <laughs> of my eye. I know the difference. The Lily Tomlins, sometimes, I would be like, mm, like just, just, just make sure. It's the, ah, uh, okay, the accent, or, you know? Nothing well, against Lily Tomlin. Yeah, because it's part of the story structure is you need that three-on-one at the end, so there needs to be... A little bit of that and we can get into that but uh oh, yeah. i want to know why you brought this on what category of shut up i love it does this belong to i think uh the category i want to put it in is um movies that don't get made anymore Ooh, i love oh, this new category oh, ring the bell <laughs> we got a new category wow open the stock so market <laughs> fucking great dude it's so good so good. This kind of movie does not get made anymore. And something that I think is so wonderful about this film, as I was rewatching it again today, is I think I this is my favorite movie as a child. It's a joke in my family that like my sister's favorite movie was Wizard of Oz. My brother's was a Sesame Street movie, and mine was this like corporate takeover, sort of sexed up, like mm-hmm. tw- twin adult romp. Um, but I think it really trained me to think that, oh, there's going to be so many roles for like, I don't know, what are they in their late 30s, maybe early 40s even, mm-hmm. like big character actresses as the leads 
mm. doing yeah. like a sort of romp and that um has not proven to be true uh as time has gone on right if if uh, anything were it's gotten worse it's gotten uh, worse <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. like the only thing i can think of recently is barb and star which i just mm. also rewatched again um which is a great movie Great movie um, that kind of that, bombed, yeah. right? Like, I think it came out during. They released it during like still COVID era. Like, I think even before vaccines. Like, I remember watching it just at home when it came out. Yeah, maybe of a Hulu release or something. Um, but I totally yeah. agree. This is not. It, I was thinking the exact same thing, and I wanted to bring that up for the category that you said this belongs into, and I think it extends past even the the female leads, but also just like the way the film plays out and how it's just a big premise film the entire time. Uh, They play the gag a thousand times from minute one to minute 90. And you love it every time? Is that what I mean? Well, we'll get into that. You love it every time? (laughs) The ratings will say. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, it's very Shakespearean. Oh, I mean, it's Mm. farce in the very classic sense, right? Like, it's... It's there's so many of such comedies were made in like 17th century Moliere times blah 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 maybe Shakespeare what do I know I'm not familiar I'm not brushed up on my Shakespeare comedies especially huh but I recognize the form huh when I see it <laughs> I think if you just say something's very Shakespearean that's modern you already sound smart to me and I'm like you sound yeah, smart. go for it yeah yeah I'll follow you, <laughs> you anywhere smart. They also like hearken the the mirror moment at the end oh, uh, okay, or in the third that's act. That's amazing. With Bette Midler, that I I also was a child who grew up on I Love Lucy, and I'm like, oh, that's just mm. that is the I Love Lucy Harpo Marx bit, mm. uh, which even as a kid I found really lovely that they they were mirroring that in the mirror bit. If does anyone remember the I Love Lucy Harpo Marx? I know episode? it as a bit, right? Because it's probably okay. it's probably been redone so many times. Um, that I, I did recognize described it as a bit. like, oh, it's the mirror bit. Yeah, please describe it for our non-viewer so, audience. So in the Hollywood years of I Love Lucy, um, you know, Lucy wants to meet celebrities. Uh, I forget how she somehow gets dressed up as Harpo Marx, but at some point she is dressed full out as Harpo Marx. Then Harpo Marx comes over to their giant hotel suite and they do, they like, are both standing back to back essentially and turn and mirror each other's mm. movements and it's you know it's farcical as well as like is that person a mirror or a person um, <laughs> which great bit my so my wife funny. watched it mid point <laughs> and she asked is that a mirror while they were actually not a mirror and i was like this is they did it i don't know they are achieving it it is so real she might as well have been in the movie She's a great litmus test, yeah, for everything. All the comedy that happens in this movie. But I have to say, I like that it wasn't, like, perfect, right? The, the mirroring? Cause yeah, there's they do one, they're, like, going with the lips, and one person does the upper lip, and the one person does the bottom lip. Because they're not, like, clones, even though that's brought up. <laughs> in the movie. Right. But uh, very, by the way, very ahead of its time. Like, the whole clone and all this joke. Black mirror-esque uh, with the homeless guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. The uh, homeless people treatment is, uh, I would call it, like, a, an Adam Sandler treatment of homeless people. You know? <laughs> where they're just, if you remember classic Sandler movies where it's like, oh, 
there's always just one homeless person who's super crazy and dirty and they're used as a joke. That's not the greatest in this film. Right. Well. Right. But the but the black mirrorness of mentioning uh, the I, 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 like he thinks another... something's going on. He thinks the oh yeah, yes, 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 yes. He thinks yes. it's some time the conspiracy, work. and he's almost like right or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He is the end. double. He is right. Yeah, yeah. yes, he is right in the end. That's a really fun little tag, I will say. Oh, it's a last. great tag. When movies had tags tag. like that, that were mm-hmm. just hey, let's leave it on a fun, a fun bit that might not even make sense or have anything to do with the main characters. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you get the words "the end." Oh, I love when people write "the I end" on a movie. That's true. Spoiler. It's so eighties and nineties. It's very spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So just to come back though, what I like about the mirroring being not perfect, it just pro- like the message is that basically they're not clones. They are. They just the nature is so strong in them that they can't yeah. help but like even. The, the the gestures they make are the same, like sequentially for a while, right? Yeah, I, yes, happening. I believe so. It's for crazy. Sure. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy, similar or the same. Even for on a performance level, right? Of of uh, Bette Midler being able to do that with her clone, no, but being able to do it <laughs> twice, right? Like that's difficult. I've always been so curious, and I don't know the answer. If like, how did they shoot? Did they just shoot all? of the country characters like in a row up until they start mixing and matching like for for the actors mm-hmm. sake yeah you know i think it would be easier if you were just like just let me do all the country character yeah. scenes and then switch over but i have no idea doubt doubt they did it though right they probably went with no. what's the cheapest way like the setups but but yeah you would hope that they cared about I actors did, i did read that they recreated the they built the inside of the plaza because they didn't get clearance to film there. Sure. And that this is my on the little IMDb trivia page. And then Disney, because it was a Touchstone Pictures, which Disney owned, Disney was like, this was really expensive. Let's make a sitcom based in the Plaza Hotel so that we can reuse the set and save money. And the sitcom, like, flopped. Nobody watched it. I think it only was. Okay, the sitcom like was that. based on this movie? No, it was just... Ju- oh, it was, okay. it was, okay, they just, just the location. Just set it in the Plaza Hotel yeah, so yeah. that they could reuse yeah, that yeah, yeah. set. Yeah, nice try. Nice try, Disney. <laughs> yeah, well, Plaza Hotel usually is like a horror movie set piece to me, right? But I guess sometimes Oh, it's interesting. Comedy. I get flashbacks of, like, Home Alone 2. Mm. That's all I'm, I'm thinking, thinking like, like Exorcist or, or uh, Rosemary's Baby, probably. Okay. I, I've yeah. never seen... Home Alone 2, a, a bit of a horror movie. It does have the greatest horror villain ever, Donald Trump. Yes, it is uh, sort of jar. I watch Home Alone 2 every Christmas, and it's jarring to watch a movie in the plaza and not see Donald Trump in it. <laughs> because I'm so used to that set having Donald Trump in it. He should right. just always be there. Stressful. Green screen him in. It's obvious that they can do that with the technology shown in this movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But Sasha, hey, was this on your mm. radar at all? Have you ever seen this no, before? No, not this? at all. Zero familiarity. With, like, like surprisingly, never even heard of it. But you know, it's not that surprising. It's not like I'm a freaking genius. Like, I know everything <laughs> about every 80s comedy. But never even heard of it. What about you, Joe? Same. Told, had no idea about this movie. And, you know, I love my 80s corporate comedies. I... I 
80s had some just great corporate comedies and like setting in that very specific right corporate world i love any movie like that i wouldn't say i'm a a master of them or even have seen all of them but anytime there is one i'm just delighted by it i think even something like um uh gremlins 2 which is such a almost parody on those movies Mm -hmm. and that lifestyle is always a delight to see i almost wish we Mm -hmm. still lived in those days um but so this was a whole new new thing for me i was i was glad to be able to watch something that could be considered a classic <laughs> well Should it be. is sort of it's a cult classic in definitely in like drag circles like the the polka dot suit has been worn on rupaul's oh, drag race before okay. you know because because oh. it is like two big broads having a great character comedy time you know twice it's, yeah. I don't, I, twice um, yeah. I wouldn't say it's as iconic as like Troop Beverly Hills, oh, obviously. Be still but my it, heart. But it does like fall into that category for me. Um, of like, you, mm-hmm. there's just insane fashion in this movie. All the little party dresses that Bette Midler, the city Bette Midler wears, I really thought growing up, like, oh, I'm gonna need to have a lot of party dresses just to go to dinner because mm. she's wearing a party dress every five seconds that has like a big full skirt and like her <laughs> boobs are out everywhere. And I thought that's how adult women would dress. <laughs> Cut to 2018. Your last photo was taken and you never saw the world again. <laughs> never, never. Uh, how many times do you think you've seen this movie, Chrissy? Uh, ballpark, we're looking for a ballpark. Ballpark, ballpark. I think at least 30 or 40. Wow. I did. It was a, it was like, I mean, I grew up in the blockbuster era. So that mm. was when you just re rent movies over and over and over. And when you rent a movie, and Big Miss Business was always a week long rental, not a three day rental mm. because it wasn't a new release when I was a kid. Okay. Um, when you rent a movie and you had a week long rental, you would watch that movie as many times as you could because yeah, yeah. you only had it for a week. <laughs> even though you might re-rent it again the next week, you still would. Even though I might actually re-rent it. Yeah, so I watched it quite a bit. I try to watch it maybe once a year now because it is so nostalgic for me. I will say I am interested in what y'all thought of the movie because I can acknowledge that I think nostalgia and quality are so mm-hmm. hard to like disentangle So Mm. I actually have no sense of if this movie is good. I think it's fun and funny, but I know it's because I have such a nostalgic bend towards it. I have a personal like writer question to you, Chrissy, because I know uh, we recently were in the same class uh, and I was very checked out because I was working on my project. Chrissy was very present, but she was working on hers. Uh, And I remember, though, you talking about how that was like very striking thing that you said that like how and because i was like that's so fucking true how comedies are always funny first half and after fucking midpoint Mm -hmm. they usually don't stay funny anymore they get so boring (laughs) it gets so boring or it gets like too like messagey or like whatever you said but i was like adding to it in my brain and i was like yeah that's how i always feel like even because i have bad memory for movies but anytime i would remember like a classic comedy that i love i usually remember like the setup-y things a lot you remember the first half the fun and games yeah it's the the fun fun and games games or just even act one 
Yeah, like all of that. Like, yeah, up through like through fun and games. Exactly. So, um, yeah. How did you feel about this movie? Do you look in with your, you know, not new eyes because you've been a writer, obviously, for I don't know how long. But what do you think of it from structure point? Yeah, I was <laughs> I was actually for a second trying to think like that when I was watching it today. And then I got um, I think I just got swept away <laughs> in the movie again. Mm. But I still believe that all my favorite parts are from the beginning except the bathroom scene i love the bathroom scene hand wait i love the stockholder meeting but i do think there is a point where to me it's about momentum i lo- i'm such a uh, rhythm pace person and rhythm i like things uh fast and uh moving and the first half of movies always have such momentum to me and then it feels like that section if we'll talk writer terms like act to be always like that's when things slow down and you like melt into the story a little bit and that is always jarring to my like internal clock uh so i still think that this movie does that it slows down and it settles for a second before it ramps back up um from from when they are in the breakfast and they start swapping sisters which is really fun uh to me Mm -hmm. uh yeah but yes the things that I remember most are from the first half of the movie. I love the the yodeling in the beginning. <laughs> I really like uh, the board meeting at the beginning where it, the Lily Tomlin shoulder pad keeps falling through her yeah, elbow. Yeah, that's so good. I love so that. Good. <laughs> so real. Somebody like was having that probably moment during those times, right? Big like fucking yeah. shoulder pads. Yeah. I do have so one true. jacket with shoulder pads and it is a problem. It has been. Are they not sewed in? They're not. They'd flap around Mm. and then like one side gets heavier than the other. So you have to like pinch it until it spreads out. Um. I also think that thing about comedy is getting boring in the second half, not to go on a full tangent. It's something I noticed. Something I noticed mostly in romantic comedies, which I also Mm. watch a lot of. It feels like in romantic comedies, you have all the fun stuff up until the first half and then you have to really get into like because you have to like complicate the relationship usually <gasps> sounds and get like them real separated. relationship right sounds like i know romantic relationship <laughs> but i get so bored by it <laughs> yeah yeah i so when i was saying like this movie to me they don't make them anymore not just because the the female leads being so bombastic and even just being there in a comedy <laughs> that isn't a romantic comedy but also the way it is just pure premise delivery all the time. I mean, sure, I think it probably does slow down in the second half, but a lesser movie and maybe this version of the movie made today, by the midpoint or even the end of the first act, the sisters would be aware of each other. Mm, uh, and that's so true. Then it would slow down. It would be about all the conflict we see for five minutes you know, at the third totally. act when they're fighting would be the midpoint and all this. And it would really slow down and get messagey, like you were saying, Sasha. But I felt like this movie the whole time, they're just playing that premise over and over of what if people didn't know that these people weren't those people? Yeah, they were just yeah. having and fun with that. Cons- it's they, just that constantly. They literally, I did notice that <laughs> watching it this time, uh, sort of around the midpoint, 
country Lily Tomlin literally says, how could anything get any worse? Or how could things get any worse? <laughs> I was like, well, I do love that. And then it cuts to her mini golf boyfriend, like in his little so jaunt funny. through the city. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm coming. Yeah, my <laughs> yeah. wife hates it because at those moments I'd be like, I think things are about to get a little bit worse. Like, <laughs> get a little bit worse. Shut up. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, but I have to say the midpoint is pretty weak. If that's the midpoint, because I was trying to place it, um, it's a weak. I think midpoint, it's him. Yeah. yeah, I think it's him arriving to the city, which doesn't really culminate in like, <laughs> anything that crazy. Yeah, I feel like it's more just like them really milking like and heightening, and like how much farcical fun can we have with this premise? Like literally, for how long can we just drag it? And even Act Three is just sort of just one speech, right? It's pretty like. Yeah, it's pretty like blah, like Act Three, but it, but they get to it while having fun, and the whole speech thing is very quick, and then they just it's end. so, so quick. You, yeah, so you don't mind, like you don't mind that it's not tight, tight, like structure wise. I guess. Yeah, yeah it's so fun. quick, and the thing that um <laughs> that that it's really hinging on is like, can country Sadie like speak up for herself? Right, and. <laughs> It's just based on her watching a Dynasty episode that she mentions at the beginning, her liking Joan Collins. She watches the Dynasty episode and then she does the speech. And I'm like, this is the thing that saves everything. Yeah, razor thin. I love it. (laughs) But it's not the strong, it doesn't hold a lot of water. Well, if you're, yeah, basing it on that, but I think that's why it's like, you could perfectly structure this movie as per like a save the cat or whatever you know a strong midpoint and it might actually ruin the movie i think it might because you'd ha- you'd also have to get into they do such a good job i think of um the four sisters aside from maybe city sadie because she's just like purely villainous a little bit but the other three sisters have these very clear wants <laughs> Um, that are outside of their nature or within their nature or outside of their nurture. I'm not sure. It's hard to Um, tell. But I think, yeah, if we were doing more like a modern day screenplay, I think those would be like unpacked uh, to death in a way that it might get a little overwrought. And it's Mm. like, no, all we really need to know is like country Sadie, dreams of a big life, city rose, wants wants a dog. And mm-hmm. uh, Country Rose is like a firecracker. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's kind of all you need. It all works. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like now they just keep thinking of structure. It feels like it's a movie with as long of an act 2A as they could handle it. And then mm. like a very quick quote unquote climax that was like, <laughs> I don't know, just a quick scene. And then they're like, everybody's happy. They also have completely new boyfriends. Right? Yeah, that's what felt Shakespearean <laughs> to me. Is like it always like the partners have switched. Like you know, comedy of errors. Like mm. the partners have switched, and now we're with different people, but we're all happy. Um, and it's just like a tight bow on it. It doesn't take too long <laughs> to, to wrap it all up. It's just like oh, there was one scene with country Sadie and city Sadie's ex husband, and now we're like yeah. I guess they're dating. 
Right. I guess they're meant for each other. Yeah, because that's enough. Like, the fun of that and the humor of that is enough. We don't need them talking it out or whatever. (laughs) And shout out, it is a Tremors reunion with Michael Gross and Fred Ward. (laughs) I was very happy to see them on screen together. Tremors. I thought a worm would come or a graboid, rather, would come and devour them. During the mini golf tournament. Yeah, that's a perfect... Perfect time. Uh, the ball's about to go in the hole, and then it kind of shakes yeah. and gets sucked in, and they go, I love what? I love yeah. that he walks off from the mini golf tournament. So dramatic. <laughs> so dramatic. Chrissy, <laughs> I'm familiar with one pilot that you were writing. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it was very corporate, right? The, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we can get into it, but... Uh, Let's just say it's great, and it's very mm. much about a corporate villain female who is named Sadie, <laughs> right? So yeah. uh, wow. do tell, tell, ev- tell us everything. <laughs> well, I have sold it, which is great. So I don't know how okay. much I can speak on it. Um, but or maybe yes. just what? Uh, Thank you. What your con- like? Why you would choose that, or like you know the connection to this movie, which there obviously is. That's what interests me about about this, like. You obviously yeah. like corporate stuff and the name Sadie. So. I, well, the name Sadie is directly a pull from this movie. Okay. Uh, I needed like a cutesy name that uh, was alliterative. Uh, and I just liked the name Sadie Sweets. Uh, mm. And then the corporate. A little preview. A little preview. Mm. And then the corporate aspect. I just, I think I really just love like villainous women. Um, mm-hmm. I love Bette Midler as villain yeah. Sadie in this. Like, she's so... Every line read of hers, it's like she adds... She either adds syllables or she takes syllables away. Um, mm. Like, I want you to find them tonight. Uh, like, it's mm. just... It's very, like, sing-songy. And I love when... Um, she has such command, and I find characters like that so compelling because I love when people are in control of themselves, uh, and then you see them out of control. But yeah, I think that so, that would be it. I really like villainous women. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's because that's where women are toxic comedy. as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the comedy—you were affected by corporate comedy and villainous uh, corporate women, and here's the pilot sold. And here there it is. Go. That's yeah. all it takes. It take is. the movie you That's rented all it 30 takes. times. <laughs> and I need take it a to name. be clear. <laughs> it's not like a ripoff of that. No, 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 not at all. all. It just has two things not sort of similar. And even if it was, I mean, I would love myself to rip off anything and sell it. I have no qualms with that. And I also will do that any day of the week. So, so yeah. Reach out to Joe. Um,. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so is everybody's favorite character Villainous Sadie? I mean, it is mine. Mine is Villainous Sadie mm. and Country Rose because they're the two most confident characters. And I, okay. Country Rose, when she is wa- when she finally gets to the Morimax office and she's walking around and everyone knows her name and she's really taken aback, um, has my favorite line in any movie where she's like walking around. She's like, I'm wearing my Tuesday panties, but I bet you knew that too. And she like pops her Tuesday, little butt out. Tuesday panties. Oh, and the rattle. Her snake rattle, she has the bracelets, and she, like, rattles it like a snake. That's brilliant. I don't know where that came from, but I'm going to get a little bracelet. That way I could rattle at people, too. (laughs) Yeah. Joe, which is your favorite twin? 
Oh gosh, it's tough. Like, cause to watch, I mean, yeah, bet it's hard. They're all so fun. You know, the Bette Midler as the evil Sadie, definitely just so fun. I would love to write that character too. Cause it's, she's just commanding everything and being a bastard. Um, so yeah, maybe that, but I think as the movie goes on, she becomes less fun because she's the villain in some ways, you know? Yeah. So it's that, but they're all just really killing it. And, we're in a, a Lily Tomlinessance in a lot of ways these days, so um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see this movie come up in the cultural conversation a little bit more. It ha- has, I would tends to happen with Shut Up, I Love episodes, right? They you <laughs> take an episode and a year later, Good Burger Two comes, you know, gets this shot. This is true. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Good, yeah. Burger. So, Good Burger's yeah. a great movie. There you go. We'll bring it up to the surface, and uh, and then boom. Big business uh, too. A bit business too. Let's just say that. Yeah, I uh, would like to see what these universe. women are up to now. What What do we think they're up to? You know, I um, think yeah. uh, Sadie, villainous Sadie, might be in jail. Actually, I think she might be like Martha Stewart in still? jail. Yeah, inside trading or something. For embezzling yeah. and trader. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember what Martha Stewart did. I'm assuming it was embezzling, but it was probably insider trading. Are those the same thing? I, I no don't idea. know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Only one way to find out, to do one of them and then see. Okay. <laughs> um, well, is there anything else we haven't covered that we should talk? Should we talk about all these people who work at the hotel? Well, <laughs> one thing I did want to like bring up, it's something I've never been able to speak publicly about because no one's asked me to talk uh, about this movie in public. <laughs> yes, uh, which, <laughs> which is that... So another movie about a villainous boss, Devil Wears Prada, which I love... When I saw the movie Devil Wars Prada, I think I was in high school when it came out in theaters, and I don't know if you've seen the film, but there is a scene where at Pose Magazine, I think that's the name of that magazine, she Miranda Priestly, Mar- Meryl Streep's character, is not at the office yet, and they get a call that she's at the office, and they all scream, like, gird your loins, get ready, and then they all, like, the office goes crazy, yeah, and yeah, she yeah, comes yeah, into yeah, the yeah, elevator yeah. and walks down yeah. the hall. When I saw that, I was like, this is big business. This is the scene mm. from big business. And I don't know, maybe another movie has also done that before and big business is ripping it from somewhere else that I don't know the reference it's point. It's so funny. But it's the exact same scene. It's exactly exact same, right. It, I had to stop and rewind like 10 seconds back on Amazon Prime, y'all. Oh, I wow. It's for, it's for free on Disney+. Plus. Sorry, I should have told you. Uh, no, it's if okay. You have, I but don't you might have it because we canceled it. Um, of course. But we have credits for Amazon Prime, so I'm okay. Because we That's don't great. rush with deliveries, okay? We don't rush. We'll let them happen. Oh, yeah. You get that little $3 happen. credit. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So, uh, yeah. But I go, went 10 seconds back multiple times to see that woman with lipstick just <laughs> going across her face. <laughs> It was just so, like, almost like you could miss it if you're just not watching carefully enough. But it's so good, you know? It's just so good. It's really good. And I love when she, Villainous Sadie's walking through and she looks at that woman. She's like, is that what we're to work? You look like a blood clot. And then she's right. Like, that woman does look like a blood clot. You see her dress and you're like, roast achieved. That was correct. And she shouldn't wear that stuff. So, she looks awful. Honey. Yeah. Again, first act, first act moment. Um, yeah. I mean, and all those people who get, men who get wrapped into like being seduced inadvertently by them. Yeah. Like the, the bellhop 
yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So good when he does ta- that. Takes snort. condoms. <laughs> takes packs. a woman's kindness. Like he's the yes. villain in that part because yeah. country Sadie is just being kind. It's like, oh my gosh, my view is great. You work yes. here, you've never seen it. You totally should. And he takes that yeah. as this woman wants to fuck me. Excuse my language. Mm, I'm going to buy yeah. condoms from the condoms. hotel gift shop where I work. I probably know the person who works behind the desk at the hotel I'm gift gonna shop. I'm going to buy extra condoms. Yeah, he, he took a second, <laughs> second to think. Back. And yeah, he does that snort the first time, <sighs> like it keys in that he knows he can sleep with her. Knows in quote quotation marks because he knows <laughs> right. it. But it's not true. But he like snorts and like. In that moment, he transforms mm-hmm. as a man into the worst version of himself. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible yeah. acting. I, also, as an adult, it struck me in the hotel. Um, as a kid, I never clocked this as being weird. But every time I've watched it as an adult, I'm like, why did the, the City Sisters initially only book one suite with two double beds right next to each other? They are adults, and they're, again, late 30s, early 40s, it appears. Why mm. don't they get their own room? Why are they sleeping yeah. in two twin beds right next to each other? Yeah, and they don't seem it's to like so each strange. other. And they <laughs> seem to hate each other. Uh, I mean, I could have an explanation. That's because, uh, the, yeah, because the villainous sister wants to... You know, control and uh, mm. NLP, like yeah, they, they, keep an eye control. on her. Yeah, and and gaslight yeah. the hell out of her sister. Yeah, but it's That's not true. in the movie. I just made it up. Um, of course. Is there anything else we haven't talked about, or should we go to the ratings, or what are we doing? Any other? Uh, did y'all like this movie? I'm. I am. Oh, so we're gonna find apparently. out. Oh, that's in the ratings. That's in the ratings. Okay, got mm-hmm. it. Got it. One thing yeah. I will say, I think one of the best jokes I've ever seen on a movie is on the silver screen is when the country sisters get into the um the suite and they're like there's a sink in the living room and sadie country sadie goes that's what the french call a bidet and country lily tomlin goes french must be taller than me (laughs) which is (laughs) i think just a quality like three punch joke yeah it's great yeah I just want that to be acknowledged um, in this moment. I agree. I agree. I love that joke. Um, (laughs) Now that we're going to the ratings, we need to hear how these freaking ratings work. Joe, how do they work? They work like this. We're going to rate big business on a scale of 0 to 10 using something else as our basis for that scale. So that other thing can be another comedy. You could say, hey, Happy Gilmore is so funny. It's a 7 out of 10, but this is way better. So it's a 10 out of 10. Or you could even rate it against being a businesswoman, saying, hey, if I was a multi-million dollar woman, that would be a 10 out of 10. And this movie isn't as cool as that, but it's still cool. 8 out of 10. And if that doesn't make sense... Don't worry, Sasha, and I will go first. Okay. Yeah. Y'all go first. Y'all go <laughs> yeah. first. Yeah. Like yeah. many of our guests know, it does that. not we make sense. We always get a guest say <laughs> that. Deer yeah. in the headlights. Can you say that in mm-hmm. a different way, please? <laughs> Joe, would you like uh, to go? I'll go first. Yeah. I'll rate this against a movie that uh, you had brought up earlier, Chrissy, and is a, uh, you know, burn the tape rental, just... Mm. Played it way too much. And also stars uh, another person in this movie, Mary Gross. 
who has a small role yes. in this movie, and that would be Troop Beverly Hills. Well, we watched that movie way too many times. Watched it so much. Uh, loved it. And I recently rewatched it probably in the last two years. Um, and it was still really fun. I don't think it's a, like a particularly good movie. <laughs> like a, if we're talking structure and like, I don't know, just a lot. It's, it's just more of a lot of gags strung together into a movie. Um, but, you know, still highly enjoyable. I'll give it a 7 out of 10. I think it's a classic that should be seen by everybody, girls and boys alike. Um, then we bring big, big business. I never picked this up from the VHS cases. I'll never get a chance to do it. But this movie's fantastic. Uh, funny wow. from top to bottom. Packed with jokes. Um, like I said, we were talking about structure stuff, and you guys were real pissing me off, to be honest, <laughs> because I don't think it should even be brought up. Structure should not be brought up when a movie is fun and funny top to bottom, because structure just got its ass kicked by fun. So Hell I'm going to yeah. give this a 9 out of 10. Oh, this Thanks. is so exciting for me. Oh my god. I I'll go next. I wanted to compare it to the movie called 9 to 5 because it's also a corporate mm -hmm. it yeah, is comedy, but sure. then I decided not to do it and again cuz I didn't love 9 to 5. So I I decided that I, it needs a bigger challenge this movie. So I'm going to compare it against the 1997 movie. Uh so it's not an 80s obviously movie. It's, it's a 90s movie. It's a little different, but it's um the the wrong guy with uh, Dave Foley, which uh, is a corporate comedy about the wrong guy who runs away because he's thinks that he people are chasing him that he committed murder he did not commit a murder um, the wrong guy is fucking awesome I love it I have like slight memory here that maybe it also and then 2B is not doing as hot as it's doing in the first act and the first half of the second act but I still remember it's a very awesome 9 out of 10 um, big business I had so much fun I was like close to missing like appointments because I wanted to keep watching yesterday <gasps> and today when I was watching it because I had to watch it two halves but still so I'll give it also 9 out of 10 it's fucking great. oh my gosh yeah. this is amazing I was so nervous as I said yeah, it's people really get hard to people get upset. untangle people, yeah. nostalgia from quality and to hear that it actually um, pleased the two of you mm, it's so yes. reassuring what about you? okay yeah. um, I think I'm going to me, I have to go with um, my uh, journey as a person. And journey. another movie that I re-rented, I'll do it in a similar movies that I re-rented as a child, was the uh, the Beverly Hillbillies movie, mm, which yeah. was sort of in the vein when they were doing mm -hmm. like the Brady Bunch movie that was a little bit more like a satirical take on those sitcoms. It also starred Lily Tomlin. Um, she played Miss Hathaway. Uh, and also has like a weird sort of uh, rich people versus like country people energy to it. I give that movie a 7 out of 10 because I, mm. I haven't watched it again as an adult maybe in like 10 years or something. But I remember liking mm. it. But I think I even know like it wasn't that great of a movie. I just liked it as a kid. 
Um, and big business, <laughs> I nostalgia versus quality. I have to give a ten out of ten. Uh, I smile my way through. I, I was so excited this morning that I got to rewatch. I was like, oh, I get to rewatch huh. this today. <laughs> um, Does your yeah. husband love it? How does he I made that? him watch it a couple years ago mm-hmm. once, and he liked it. Like, you know, he liked sure. it fine. He was like, yeah, this makes That's sense all that I you can really liked for. this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was like, this yeah. explains a lot about you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. That's like, thanks. Uh, yeah, same, same. Uh, amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming. Shut up, I love it. Bringing in this awesome oh, movie. You. We clearly had so much fun watching it. Uh, what do you have going on that you can... <laughs> talk about Chrissy nothing I have nothing going on we're in the middle of a writer's strike well Uh, tell us about your internet presence anything you want my internet presence I gave you my so I gave the my Instagram handle even though I don't really use that as like a great industry thing it's more like pictures of my friends and stuff great um so but you can follow people are welcome to follow me on that we can stand we can stand you can look at my pictures of my husband and my family and my friends Uh, and then i used to be on twitter a lot but now it's x and i just haven't felt (laughs) the drive um to tweet but you can also follow me on there oh i made a web here's something that people can oh i made a web series like a year or two ago called Ghostwritten. Mm-hmm. And you can find that on my Instagram or on my Twitter, or you can go to ghostwrittenseries.com and watch a little short three episode web series um, that Great. has no studio backing. So I feel Are you I in it? promote it. Are I am in it? it. I am oh, in cool. it. It's like a character based web series. So it's about like a ghostwriter, a struggling ghostwriter who's not played by me. He's played by a very funny improviser named James Dwyer. And he gets hired from gig to gig to these crazy characters' homes to write their novels. And I play the different character in each of the episodes. Oh, that's cool. Is she a corporate bastard? No. I mean, I did envision a world where I did multiple (laughs) of these episodes, but (laughs) they cost money (sighs) and time to make. So we only ever made three. (laughs) All right. Um, We made three and that was it. (laughs) We'll sell some more pilots and let's, you know... Get that from money your going. lips <laughs> to mm. everyone's ears. Uh, Joe, what's happening to you as you're fiddling with your multicolored pen? My uh, my vape. No, it's a pen. Uh, you find me on Truth Social. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but you can find me. Uh, I actually my web series is an animated web series coming out soon enough called Robot Guy Teen Team. It also costs money. And <laughs> and hopefully we make it past three episodes, but that'll be okay. coming out uh, soon enough. Um, I've been talking about it for a long time, but uh, all the art and animations are done. Now we're just putting things together. And that is about, uh, you know, actually go to jocabeo.com. I just updated the website with information about it. So you can go check mm. it out right now, this very second. Right now, this very second. That's amazing. Animation is so hard and takes mm. so long. We found we found a way That's to do so cool. it just slightly less hard and slightly less <laughs> long than that. <laughs> Great. But very animated. Very. All right, y'all, go... Scriptanatomy.com. There's a class I'm teaching. It's probably sold out. Maybe not. Maybe there's a seat or two left. I don't know. Thank you, Elizabeth Salute, for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, for this awesome track. And thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.